Hi. <laughs> I feel like I should reintroduce myself or introduce myself. Hi, my name is Anaya. Um, this is my podcast called The Generations Unplugged Now, which if you follow me on social medias, y'all know that I promoted this like earlier this past week. And I feel like a lot of people were like, girl, what are we doing? This is a little bit of a name change. So originally this podcast was called The Generations Podcast. Um, and we made some changes. We did some things. And also you can see me now. If you guys are watching, you're watching from either the YouTube or you're listening to me. In either way, I'm so grateful you're here. Um, I'm grateful to be sharing a word with you. I'm grateful to be back. Let's talk about that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here and kind of share that with you. And I'm, I can't even tell you, I'm, I've been ready, ready for a few weeks and working out the kinks. And um, I think it's kind of funny now that people can see me because now you're going to see me talk with my hands so much you get to see a little bit of my personality which I think I actually like a lot more because it feels like I'm genuinely talking to a person with audio when you're just kind of by yourself I think you kind of lose track of that it feels a little impersonal sometimes for me um anyways and so yeah let's let's get into it if you don't know who I am my name's Anaya um yeah I go to Blinn College right now which is a university in Bryan, Texas. Um, I have plans to transfer into AM in a few years, but right now we're kind of living, we're working, we're doing what we know. And so um, basically I've just had such a fun time doing this and my focus was hugely on bringing unity and sharing my faith, sharing my story, um, showing my connection with my friends. And then I made a podcast out of it. And the Lord blessed me with that. And I've been so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And so if you're here, I'm grateful you're here. And yeah, we should totally get into it. So basically, it's been a long time. I had my first season. My first season started like the first week of January. And after a month, um, after a month, month and a half, maybe two months, around March, I ended up starting and finishing my whole first season. So with that kind of being said, after a first season of filming and having such a fun time, I was like, I think I need to take a pause break. Um, I kind of needed a refresh. I needed a reminder of why I was doing it, um, which I want to get into in just a second. But first, what we're doing today, I want to talk about college, which is pretty normal conversation right now. For one, I'm coming up on the first year of my college experience being done. I'm almost done. It's been a year. Um, and so many of you are actually going to college, which is, uh, I'm seeing some of my babies back at home. Like, and I say my babies, but literally I've just felt like I was the bigger sister at home and just had such a fun time with my girls. And so many of them are graduating. So many of them are choosing their own universities. And I know that there are some of you who are also in the same position, or maybe you've chosen your university and you're kind of wondering if it's the place for you. And either way, I wanted to come on here and just kind of share my heart and share truthfully what year one has been like. So, the dominating feeling right now as we approach almost a week and a half left of year one is I'm scared. (laughs) Not scared, but a little bit exhausted. I'll be honest. This year kicked my butt. Not just school wise, because I feel like school wise, it was kind of just one of those things that was like, you know it's normal. It's normal. And high school for sure was on a 10 times crazier level with way less time than I have right now to be able to complete assignments and things like that. So it's not necessarily the course load, but it was the life load, the life changes that were happening at the time of moving here. So um, as I was kind of saying earlier, I moved to College Station in August um, and I live here full time. Basically, I come home for like very few like breaks spread out in between but for the most part this is my home and it's eight hours away from my actual home which is in Amarillo or my hometown and um, yeah I moved here in August so the reason I kind of wanted to tell in detail about my experience since I got to college was because 
I think it was something I needed a reminder of. I needed a reminder of the Lord's faithfulness and the way that he walked with me the entire time and the way that things worked out. (laughs) Honestly, I needed a reminder of how it all came together, how it was so important that I did focus on so many of the good things because if I hadn't and if I gotten caught up in a lot of the bad things that had happened when I first moved here, I don't know that I would still live here and I would have missed out on so many beautiful moments that I have right now and um, if that's you, I hope this encourages you. I hope that this is something that kind of gives you a refresher or an encouragement to keep going at your university or at another university if you decide to transfer or in your high school or in your job or whatever and to give people clarity because I feel like what you see on social media is so it's so fake it hurts it hurts so bad and even speaking for myself I'm not speaking I mean I'm not telling or speaking for everybody else even though I know you look at people's social media and they post the best version of themselves. And for me, I also do that sometimes. How would you really post all the worst parts of yourself? Unless you had a podcast where you sit here for an hour and you tell everybody all your deepest, darkest secrets like I do. But um, yeah, social media only sees the best. And especially with college and especially being young in your 20s and at every walk of life you're only seeing the best of people and sometimes it can be so discouraging because the entire time you're really struggling with the idea of being eight hours away working at the same time as going to school and living a very common life while everybody else seems to be living a better one right so to kind of start back where it started i moved here on august 14th so august 14th or actually I think the day before I ended up driving up here with my mom and um, we moved in on August 14th and she stayed with me and everything like that and this is so funny because I remember the exact feeling that I felt when I first moved here. Um, I remember being so like excited but sad because I knew that all of my friends, so half of us chose to go to the University of Arkansas and I chose to come to A&M or College Station to go to school um, which was already it was already really discouraging for me I'm not gonna lie Um, just because the friend group that I had in Amarillo especially towards the end of my junior and senior year in high school was the single best friendship that I had had Um, such a wonderful time to be together to pursue like fun things without feeling like I kind of needed to compete or do things that I didn't feel comfortable doing we just and having the people that you just truly rely on and you walk through life with well anyways half of us made the decision to go to the University of Arkansas my friend Cade he plays basketball D1 basketball at SIU my friend Hallie went to Texas Tech we were just in minutes spread all across the country so um I knew I was kind of sad and struggling with that and at the time I was in a relationship and so I was a little bit discouraged about that too but honestly still trying to be hopeful because college had been something that I looked forward to my entire life genuinely I think this is part of the world but also part of my own mind they are training you to constantly be thinking about the next step what's the next step where are you going what are you thinking where are you going to um go to college and what's your major and what's your job and everything is set up for years upon end but for me i think that that was the sound of freedom like ringing i was like wow i'm about to go to college i'm about to experience these different things and um meet new friends and get a new job and go to a new school and everything's gonna be perfect and so fun and like there was that side of things also even though I knew I was leaving familiarity and so on the day of move-in my mom like helps me with everything and to be truthful I feel so sorry and I feel like I have to apologize to my mom at a- another time but um I know I was just kind of like Ugh, okay mom it's fine like I have it I've been doing this like you can go like <laughs> We had like packed up everything and I was just like, mom, like, it's fine. Like, I got it, you know, and um, she ended up driving home that night and I had no clue, no clue what I was getting into. And I thought, I thought I had it all together. And um, again, I just had no clue what I was getting into. I hadn't even scratched the surface of what 
was coming after it and that makes it sound really daunting and really scary but um and it was a lot of times I felt like a little baby deer that had just been thrown out just thrown out and I was really confused as to what I was going to do and how I was going to make it work and it was scary and it got better but that's how it felt in the time and so after she left um I remember it just feeling really exciting like I had roommates and we were having fun and it was just a really enjoyable sweet time well anyways fast forward like two weeks from then I start working I go back to school and for the first time obviously at my college at my university I go and I'm like oh okay well I'm getting in the swing of things this is awesome and like two weeks in it finally sets in that this is my home like this isn't some huge summer camp this is where I actually go to school which is so weird because like in your mind you know it's more permanent but it never fully sets in until you're you're just there you're there and you're like wow and especially something as far as college station which some people went way further but like with college station being eight hours away and me being pretty family oriented even though I felt like me and my family might not have been on the best page at the time of me leaving like it was just such a huge adjustment because it's not a thing where you can drive 10 minutes to see your friends or walk across the hallway to see your sister or like play with your dog like I don't know it just finally set in and um and again I was in a long-term relationship so I thought that that was like you know I was like oh my gosh I'm sad this is it right and so anyways all things aside like two weeks in I get it started and all this kind of stuff I actually hadn't started school this is an honorable mention I had not started school yet but the week before school starts or actually the night before school starts right the night before school starts I'm um actually leaving work and I realized that I had bought everything for my apartment like and I had significantly planned like to make sure that I was good apartment wise um and I was looking around or whatever and I was like I really need to get a backpack I did not have a backpack which makes honestly no sense like how do you come to college and you have no backpack (laughs) I had no backpack no pens no pencils no nothing and I was like dude I really need to get a backpack and this was so 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 stupid of me before I say what I'm gonna say but um I'm leaving work and I know that I need to go to the bank and I need to get a backpack and um I'm leaving and stupidly I'm looking around trying to find if there's a Dick's sporting goods in this town and um texting while driving really dumb really really dumb and I looked down at my phone and literally seconds later I hit a car and they hit a car in front of me and wow yeah that kind of already speaks for itself because I'm eight hours away and I've never been in a wreck I've never been in a wreck um also if you wreck your car and there is something that really like is wrong with it and bad about it there's nothing that you can do (laughs) like you can't be like hey mom can you come pick me up and take me to work (laughs) like no she can't because she's gone and she's in Amarillo and you're here and I remember being I mean so scared obviously that again you just got in a wreck who's not going to be scared who's not going to feel discouraged but I felt and just oh my gosh just so dumb like what were you doing what were you thinking I wasn't thinking and um, I ended up hitting the car and like I said they hit the car in front of me and whatever we get that kind of sorted out I call my mom and I tell her and we're speaking with insurance companies all day trying to figure out what we can do all this kind of stuff and thankfully my aunt was here so my aunt is in her 20s and she had just graduated from A&M or she was pursuing her master's program and was almost done and she thankfully still lived here for like she I mean she was down to like two and a half months before she was about to leave and she came there and like picked me up and took me to get Starbucks and was just like talking me through it and I'm like crying my eyes out like why get it why did this happen I don't understand like why am I so dumb like I wasn't looking I wasn't paying attention all this kind of stuff and she is just like it's gonna be okay like we'll figure it out like I can try to take you to school like we'll figure we'll make it work basically and um that night I end up going to her house and spending time with her and her husband John and um 
the entire time they're just kind of talking me through it all this kind of stuff and yeah I'm freaking out because again there's not a lot of alternatives I'm really far I'm not really sure if there's going to be people who are going to be able to take me to work take me to school I have to make money um and definitely feeling like a baby deer who had just been thrown out and I'm like how am I going to make money if I if I can't get to work then how am I going to pay my rent like you're already spiraling and I think I already had so much insecurity about those kinds of things because I knew that I was coming to a new city and I didn't know if I was going to be able to support myself I had heard so many stories that with even my parents with them starting out so young and moving into an apartment and being by themselves like and struggling to make ends meet because you're young and you're reckless with your money and things happen and you don't always know how to take care of yourself and so yeah that night um we end up being able to thankfully by the grace of god end up getting me a rental car and the reason that this is so significant to this process is because just a few months ago I was in Amarillo and something had happened to my car um and this was just like literally like I think car maintenance things that just happened when I first got my car that just kind of hadn't worked their way out it was kinks and um as that's happening we're looking for me a rental car for the time being while my car is getting maintenance previously like in the summer and we can't find a single rental like there's like maybe one rental car and I ended up driving this little tiny Chevy Malibu because that was all that they had and um yeah that was what we were working with but there wasn't really a lot of options so of course now that I'm in College Station and I've wrecked my car I'm like there's no way that I'm gonna get a rental car especially in such a big city like closer to you know Houston Austin all that kind of stuff like there there's just no way and um, it just so happened that they did have a few here in College Station and um, I end up going and picking up the car and um, it got me from point a to point b i was able to drive to school and get it figured out and literally that night as i'm talking to mariah and john and we're looking through my class schedule we're talking about the fact that i signed up for all eight week classes and to give everybody some context who's not in college um majority of the time you're taking six 16 week classes which range from the very beginning of the semester to the end of the semester which would be like august or september all the way to December um, and eight-week classes are a lot faster paced um, and especially with core classes it can be a lot more difficult to take those if obviously you're working full-time um, or working even part-time and going to school and juggling many other things um, and honestly I didn't want to do it I'm gonna be so truthful I did not want to do an eight-week class especially for a core class but I didn't know that I had signed up for it so I go back to Mariah and John and they're we're looking at the class schedule and they're like dude like you only signed up for eight-week classes and I would have shown up to the next day to school and not known a single thing about it and been completely overwhelmed and just thought that's how college was but thankfully they helped me we worked it out we got the classes you know switched up all this kind of stuff and actually that night I was really stressing because um i had worked for a company called ulta for eight months previous to me coming to college station and i transferred to the ulta here um because that's what I, that's what was familiar i loved working for ulta i don't have anything bad to say about that and if you've been here for a while you kind of already know that that was an experience that i had well anyways so i had been working for ulta and one of the things that i thought was like um Ulta is a little bit further from my house, from my apartment here. And I was like, if I don't have a rental car and all this kind of stuff, like how am I going to make it to work? Well, at this point, of course, we already talked about this. I had a rental car, but I was still thinking about the fact of I actually was so afraid to drive after that situation because the wreck was pretty bad. Um, my Jeep took some damage. I took some ego damage as well. Um, and so I was pretty scared to drive it and I only wanted to drive it for necessities like to school, to work, and that really be it. But um, I had also felt like the Lord was really calling me out of Ulta. Um, mostly for scheduling reasons just because of me like needing a little bit of a transition for college and something that um was going to flow really perfectly into my college schedule and um this night my um uncle or john i don't like to call him my uncle he's in his 20s so that's like weird it's like uh you know and yeah anyways 
um, he had worked at a property here in town and did leasing. And he was like, I think that it would be awesome if you did that. It's a great job. You'd have a great time just in your college experience. Like, you should start working there. And I was like, uh, I mean, I don't really know. Like I've been with Ulta for a long time. Um, I'm happy with it there. And he was like, no, I think this would be great. And he was like, let me call them because I think that they're hiring. And basically he picks up the phone and he's like, Hey, are you guys hiring? Like we, I have a girl, like she's awesome. She's my niece. Um, she'd like genuinely, like you guys would have a great time with her and he tells me tells him all of this and they're like uh dude i don't know like we we've already been doing interviews like we have two more interviews tomorrow and that's it like you know sorry and he's like no please like do this and this is gonna make a huge difference because that property is the property that i not only live at but i work at as well um so with that being said it would have just been super helpful just in case the rental car didn't work out my car situation didn't work out because they also weren't sure how quickly the car was going to get fixed it would just be helpful to work where you live you know what i'm saying y'all know um these were the kind of decisions that you kind of had to make really quick and really early on um, as the beginning of your adulting situation so um, he makes that call and they're like fine like we'll interview her she has it this time tomorrow whatever and we hang up the phone and I'm like oh my gosh no way like hopefully that this works out I'm still super on edge because I'm far um and just struggling I think personally with being so far from my family struggling with the fact that the one thing that was even familiar, my car, gone, you know, and I take a lot of pride in my car because it was a gift, it was a gift from my mom, and um, it's everything I've ever wanted, like, in that car, I know that sounds so dumb, but it just was, like, it truthfully was something that I absolutely loved, and we had had talks of, like, trading it in previous to this, and I refused to because I was, like, it's just, I mean, I love it, it's everything I ever wanted. I'm a little biased, but anyways. So, um, yeah, fast forward to the next day, I go in and I do this interview and it's actually kind of funny because the night before I'm praying and I'm like, God, you know, writing it down in my journal, like, God, if I don't get this job, will you provide another way, provide another job for me, um, so that I can work here I wanted to work here and I wrote that down in my journal and I go and I do the interview or whatever and literally like less than 30 minutes they end up calling John again and they're like she was awesome we love her and we would love to hire her and I was like "Ah!" you know like overjoyed overjoyed at a prayer being answered and I can say now eight months later almost since I've been working there that was the single best thing for me ever it was a turning point not only for my life um but financially financially um with community with many other things it changed my life right so we get into this situation I get the job um I start making the transition with Ulta and into this new job which was really sad again a door being closed but also another one being open and yeah so that happens well Shortly after that, I end up getting out of the long-term relationship that I was in, long distance. It, I don't know, kids, that's a whole other episode, but long distance, we end up closing that chapter of our lives, and um, the same night, I want to say also, honorable mention, financially, wrecking your car, not a good idea. If you do that, I'm sending my prayers up to you, because as a college student, wrecking your car and the amount of money that you have to pay in order to get that fixed is insanity and my mom she was a saint she helped me out so much um and we worked together to make sure that that happened but I think that was one of those slaps in the face that says hey here's here's adulting for you um and so anyways this night um me and my boyfriend at the time we broke up and me and my roommates are hanging out on our balcony actually and just playing music and it was corny like I want to say how corny this was um I'm literally in sweatpants like a hoodie crying like it's pitiful please please understand how pitiful this is right so we're crying and I'm laughing crying and laughing with my roommates and we're singing on our balcony and actually a cop comes up and he's like hey I need somebody to open the door and I'm like oh my 
my gosh. This is not a real moment. I'm going to tell you right now. I was thinking this is not a real moment. And we open the door and he's basically like, hey, I'm not going to issue all three of you citation. Like, I'm going to issue it to one of you. Um, it's too loud, like all this kind of stuff. And he basically states that um, he they don't play about parties in College Station. And we're like, unfortunately, this is this is not a party this is not, this is not an event, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm in my sweatpants, I've been crying, um, and he's like, sorry about ya, you know, no warnings, no nothing, so, um, that person who ends up taking that ticket is me, and I'm like, ooh, that's a little transition that I didn't really need, um, in which thankfully my roommates did help out, and we split that ticket and all that kind of stuff, but it, again, was another thing that was like, boom you know right there with you not being a good not being a good moment you know um also keep in mind that like I said I had saved up so much money to buy everything for my apartment and um I actually ended up sticking my comforter in our dryer because I'm like I needed to wash it for whatever reason I ended up spilling something on it stick it in the dryer and the dryer is older and burns a direct hole into my comforter and I was like oh that was expensive that was expensive right um and so yeah I burn the comforter um get in a wreck get a citation um switch my classes switch my job all this kind of stuff go through a breakup um and I'm going through leaving my entire family right and so yeah that's a crazy little sob story right I say sob story it was it was heavy it was a really heavy semester that I really struggled with and um now that I kind of laid out some of the majority of the big things that happened for semester, I want to kind of change the trajectory of the story and kind of tell you the ways that I think that the Lord was faithful and had his hand on that year, right? Um, so coming into college, I was struggling. I think I've said that so many times, but I just really don't think you guys understand how bad I was actually struggling. I was struggling in a lot of different ways because I was so focused on um, my family and all the ways that like, not my family, on myself. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> my family, myself, and focused on the fact that I have just been like in the dumps. I was in the dumps from pretty much like I want to say the previous summer to me graduating so summer of I think that would be 2022 or 2021 yeah it had to be 2021 so from since 2021 all the way through to 2022 when I graduated and I came into college I was struggling so bad um I experienced moving out of my dad's house and into my mom's house and um, making school transitions and starting to get involved with a lot of different people and I started drinking and partying and doing all these different things that like I had been kind of out of character for me for a while um, because once I transitioned from my first high school to my second high school, I had met new friends. I'd really gotten involved in church and um, I, I met the Lord. I met the Lord and I knew exactly what I wanted and I it, that wasn't something that always interested me anymore. And when I found out that it was okay for me to be myself and it was okay that I was a good girl, um, I think that I just, I didn't really desire to do that anymore. Um, but my senior year, after so many different things had kind of happened for me and changed for me, lifestyle changing wise, um, and also I think personally, I don't know another way to describe it other than that, I shut out God, which kind of breaks my heart. And I've kind of touched on this before in previous episodes, but I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to listen to worship music because I was so discouraged and I couldn't understand why some of these things were happening to me at the time. So I start drinking, I start partying, I start getting involved with a lot of different guys and I say a lot of different guys. I mean, there's no, I mean, we don't need to wrap it up in a bow. Like it just wasn't something I was proud of. And um, I was coming into the summer and college with that. 
um, coming into a point where I was super insecure. I had put all of my faith and my hope into another person. Um, I didn't have any faith. I was walking directly against the plan that the Lord had for me. And overall hurt just down bad (laughs) down so bad so I come to college and these things are happening I mean back to back to back to back to back and I don't even think that I probably addressed the multitude of things that were happening at the time of the first semester of college um and I was really struggling with the idea of knowing whether I was meant to be here even though previous to me kind of getting into all my things and stuff like that, I knew that the Lord had told me that I was supposed to be here. And so I struggled. I struggled with everything and knowing where my place in the world was. So after all the things happen and all this kind of stuff, I'm really trying to work through finding out who I am as a person without the voice of one my parents in my ears and in my head in my home um without my significant other at the time who I thought that I would spend a lot of time with you know you know that everybody knows that little love that you have where you're like oh this is it (laughs) put the ring on we're done you know what I'm saying um not even the ring like babe this is it and I thought that this, that was it. And I thought my friend group was it. It was the best I was ever going to achieve. Even some of my high school achievements, I thought that that was the best I was ever going to achieve. And I had developed this mindset before I left that it was truly the best it could ever get. And so, um, one of the things that I vividly remember also was I would call Jessica which she was one of my teachers my junior year at Emerald High and she became a wonderful family friend I consider her to be um such a motherly figure in my life somebody who has carried me through a multitude of things I cannot describe how much I love her and how much she has taught me about what being a wonderful beautiful woman looks like and so yeah I remember calling her at one point and I'm just crying. I called her multiple times throughout the semester, but I cried. I cried on the phone with her and I was like, I feel guilty and I feel sad here all the time. One, I'm sad here all the time because I feel like I don't know what to do. Like it's peaceful here and I don't like it. Like what people don't talk about is when you leave chaos and my life was chaotic before I left. There's no way to clothe it up to make it look better to um try to express or portray that it was better than it was it was pure chaos in many different ways so sweet you can still see the lord's blessing in it but it was chaos and chaos that i had created for myself and um when i moved by myself there was a lot of nights where i would come home and i was lonely i was by myself i didn't have a lot of friendships or any at all, actually. I met Karis, which she's one of my best friends, but she was one of the first friends that I really had. Um, I met her, like, mid-first semester. So, um, I mean, we didn't really get close until then. So, I didn't really have a lot of friends. Um, My family wasn't here. I had gotten out of a serious relationship. I didn't have that safety net that I had had for months before and so I remember crying to her and saying like I don't know what to do I just want to create chaos because that's all I've ever known and um and I don't know what to do with the peace and she would just say you know what like it's gonna be okay and for a long time like you needed this you deserved this you deserve this kind of peace and walked me through what it meant to make the transition as not only a college student but also it was pretty much a slap in the face to say that now you're an adult and this is what adult life is like which terrible who wasn't going to tell me that that was a terrible thing I yeah somebody should have mentioned that um but yeah so in the midst of all of that as I'm struggling to find identity struggling to find my place in the world um, I really go through it because now 
after a year of shutting God out, after a year basically of saying, God, I don't want you. I don't want your hand in this. I don't care. Or maybe I'm only going to him when I need something. I was like, God, I really need you. And I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Everything that I thought was supposed to be secure is not secure anymore. Um, and it sucks. And on top of that, we already discussed this earlier, but everybody's posting about college and posting about how it's the best thing ever and it's amazing and, you know, everybody's having fun and partying and all this kind of stuff and I'm like, well, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not having those experiences and, um, which makes it a little bit different because I do go, do go to a community college now, um, but still, Everybody knows that that's part of the college experience is being like, oh, everybody's drinking and partying and having a good time and meeting guys and like meeting friends and just I'm not having that experience. And um, something that I just walked through was just, you know, saying, hey, is this going to be like, is this life going to be how the rest of my life is going to be forever? And so... um with all of that thing, as separate as, as I felt from the Lord, the Lord was still ministering to me. And um, I really struggled with getting out of bed. I struggled with doing my schoolwork and working out, being physical. I was never leaving my house. Like, and by my house, I mean, like, I worked where I lived, basically. So, it would, it's like a two-minute walk from here. And then I would come back home. I would go to school. And it would just be a repeat. Like, and I was, I was so, I was so sad and just depressed and really struggled with that idea of everything. And so, um, I remember the Lord telling me to put scripture up so that I would never forget where he was taking me. So I covered my walls with scripture and, um, I would wake up every single day and that would be the first thing that I saw and then mid-semester he gives me this word saying that like he wanted me to write a podcast or write a podcast write a book or start a podcast and I really disregarded that because I was like I'm so sorry I've what like that makes literally no sense on God's green earth and he's like I am God and I'm like okay well you know that little battle that you have where you're like hey um I don't want to give up control I don't trust you whatever and um fast forward a few months later and I get confirmation from my friends who had literally no clue that God had told me that that I should start a podcast and here I am and um now we're to May (laughs) after a crazy first semester I'm able to look back on it and tell you about that now and so yeah the Lord's hand was in it all first semester as sad as I was as many times as I disregarded completely what he wanted and went against his will he still had plans for me he still proved to be good to me he blessed me in so many different ways and I want to say this testimony as itself financially so many different things hit me first semester and I will say confidently and faithfully that I have not struggled not once paying my rent this year I've not struggled at once getting food for myself or making sure that I not only had enough for me but able to cook for my friends and share food with my friends and meal with my friends and also have more than enough to spend on just my own self and save money tithe God has provided and he has not stopped all year as scared as I was and maybe it came at the last minute like right before I thought that it was supposed to come um he provided a way and um so all of those things happened up to first semester and um I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about where the transition happens and be a little bit vulnerable because I feel like the Lord has asked me to but Um, I get home for Christmas break and it's one of those moments where after a long semester of struggling and knowing that maybe you hear God's voice but not really sure whether or not it's really him and whether he's asking you to commit to him and things like that, um, I quickly start getting involved in a few different things that he had already closed the door on and having conversations that I shouldn't have had with people and, um, many different things like that, right? And so, I have a night during Christmas break where um, I 
truthfully had a little too much fun. Yeah. And by fun, I mean not fun. And I want to say also in this time, God bless Hallie Leathers. I love you so much if you're listening to this or you're watching this um, because she helped me out this night after I had done my thing and been violently, (laughs) violently um, crying and throwing up at the time. And the reason that I'm being vulnerable, vulnerable about this and sharing this is because I know somebody else is listening on the other side and you're questioning whether or not this is the time to give your life to the Lord and to turn it around or whether that relationship was meant for you or um, whether faith in general is meant for you. And that's the reason I'm being honest about it is during Christmas break, I, I was violently drunk, just laying it out there flat. And um, I remember that night I was in agony not only because of that, but because all of the pain that I experienced for first semester, I mean, everybody can quote me on this. You can ask Hallie. I told her about this. I was like, it caught up to me that night. And there's a specific verse and I don't want to butcher it, but it talks about how like set sin ultimately leads to death. And that's what I experienced is I had been living in my sin for months year I mean it had been over a year of living in there and even though I thought that I had chosen God I didn't feel like I I definitely now that I know the Lord and have a relationship with him truly that I was not doing that first semester very much and so um this night I am crying and talking about how bad some things had previously hurt me and it revealed to me how much I had not forgiven, how much I had struggled with um, the semester and with my previous relationships and my family and just crying and in agony at how, how, how crappy my life had turned because I had shut the Lord out because I decided that he wasn't, he wasn't worthy of my time anymore. And, um, also just cared so selfishly about myself and went about things that refined me refined me but hurt really bad they hurt so bad and so um after that night i pay for it i drive back to college station and um your girl was mm, hungover and i mean bad uh and as I should be, as I should have, I felt every moment of that. I'm going to tell you that right now. And not only that, because that is like, that's not a flex. It's not a good thing. But um, it was one of those things where it turned my mind and I was like, yeah. So I tried this again and I tried experiencing what I felt in my previous life. And I hate it. I hate it so much. And I, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to be sad or experience this feeling anymore and I need a transition I drove back that next day and I'm telling you it was like a switch I I repented gave my life to the Lord and was like I'm sorry I don't want to live that way anymore I don't I don't want to do this anymore I want to give my life to you and that's not to say that I've not struggled because (laughs) trust me trust me girl that's a story for another time since second semester started and I I experienced suffering and I think sometimes the Lord will let you walk through that suffering to see the consequences of your sin and the consequences of your actions and thank God that he is so faithful thank God that he is so good to walk through that situation with me and still be good to me still speak to me still provide a way for me that shows his integrity and his righteousness over my own you know and thank God he's so faithful, even when I'm faithless, I mean, etc. Like, we can, we can talk about Jesus all day long. I love to. Um, and that's where I was. And so, all to say that for many of you, I feel like you're looking at your college experience and expecting it to look one certain way. And maybe your life did look the way that I was describing, where you did go to college and you met all the great friends and you experienced the partying and the um the freedom and the school and just repeat and had such a great time doing that i i mean yes to each their own everybody is going to experience and have a different experience in college but i am speaking to the person who 
also had a situation where maybe they were hit back to back to back to back and you're questioning whether or not the Lord is still faithful and the whether whether or not the Lord is still in your situation or whether you should give your life to him or you're an incoming freshman and you're thinking oh my gosh I'm so scared this is what my life is going to be like um hello my name's Anaya that was me you know I struggled with that so bad and I walked through that yeah that was my crazy college experience for my first semester um but something about me is that like I I think I've literally always had the joy of the Lord on me and that is a direct gift from God that like when these hard situations happen like I struggle with not finding something good in them or trying to turn the trajectory of the story around um and see either God's faithfulness or the good which is God's faithfulness, but the goodness in each situation that is to happen. And so um, I get back and like I said, I pour myself into finding relationship with the Lord and um, going back to school, starting a podcast, having such a great time with it. And um, then we hit like February or so and I really start to struggle because of spiritual warfare and experiencing this kind of insecurity and feeling like um, I'm not equipped to talk about this kind of stuff. Because of my past, this always happens, you know? And the enemy puts a foot in your story and I get to this point where I'm like, I I don't deserve to be having these conversations. Like, oh, of course, everybody's thinking, like, of course she gave her life back to the Lord. Yeah, now, you know, she went away and started drinking and partying and broke up with her boyfriend. And now all of a sudden she wants to talk about God again. And like, you know, and I just struggled so bad with that. I struggled with the idea of that. And I was like, what if if all of this is not for anything? And what if I'm stepping out of the Lord's will by doing this now, even though I knew he had promised it to me, even though I knew he had given it to me, he just, the enemy put a foot in my mind and I anxiously kept repeating and thinking about that. And I was like, also wanting to make this transition where I started to film. And I was like, is that stepping again outside of God's will for me? Or is this something that he's asking of me? Am I so supposed to be stewarding what I have? Or would it be a good idea to um, start filming it and providing it to where many other people can watch it and things like that? Um, and so spring break happens Um, and the week before spring break, I want to go ahead and just mention to you guys some of the greatest thing that happened to me then. Um, me and Karis had started going to this new coffee shop and while we're there, um, I fall in love with that place. I'm like, dude, I love it here. And for some reason, like I had seen some signs that I'd been praying for inside that coffee shop. And I was like, this is where I need to be. And so one day I end up going there and I'm just reading the word and having a ball basically by myself. And a huge group of girls walks in and I'm sitting at a table by myself. And I feel so bad because I'm like, obviously if there's all these girls it's weird for me to take up the entire table and not offer them a seat you know um that's just kind of my heart so I take off my headphones and I'm like hey would you guys like to sit here like I feel weird like taking up this table by myself and they're like girl no what like keep the table like all this kind of stuff we have one back there and we were like oh okay well we end up striking a conversation and I'm telling you I fall in love with these girls they're perfect like so funny like so kind and this was such a weird transition for me because I had met so many people since I moved to college station and every conversation is like this hi hi what's your major oh my gosh what's your major what are you doing here what are you doing this where did you move where are you from like you know such surface level conversation that to be honest drives me nuts it drives me so nuts it hurts being truthful and they were the first people that I talked to and I had such a wonderful time with where we laughed and it was kind and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing so we all exchange numbers social medias all this kind of stuff and we're like we definitely need to hang out again and so um then I go home for spring break and again I'm struggling with the idea of just everything and the week before spring break I hit this wall where I'm just purely exhausted like I hadn't been sleeping I hadn't been eating that much Um, school had gotten really heavy I was experiencing a lot mentally with 
who I was as a person and if God loved me and I couldn't hear God for this long period of time like no matter how much I was in the word I could not hear him and I felt like I um, couldn't really discern what he was trying to say at the time and so um, I go home for spring break and I get to have a time with Kate Pibus I love her so much if you guys got to listen to my last episode before we went ahead and closed off season one it was us together and it was wonderful it was amazing and I talked with her and she was like hey I think you should feel good about just stopping right here right now for just a little bit and I was like I agree I think I need this right now and I also wanted to give that back up to the Lord and say God if this is something that you want for me will you give it back to me and wanting him to speak into me and say hey this is still something i want for you this is still something i have for you um this is still ordained by me you know and also wanting time to gain in my knowledge spiritually gain in my confidence in the lord um gain in my assurance of where he was taking me and what my purpose for my life was and because of all of that because of that experience um I felt like it was a good decision to stop for a while. So um, the end of spring break happens and I remember crying to my mom. I cried to my mom and I was like, mom, please don't make me go back because I don't want to. Like, I'm lonely there. Like, God didn't call me here. Like, and I mean, just like pitiful. Like, come on, no girl. You know what the Lord, one thing about the Lord's going to do is he's going to provide. Okay, let's make that known. He's going to provide and he's going to let you know, babe. If where you're supposed to be is where you're supposed to be, he's going to let you know. And so I go back and I'm like, ugh. But one thing that I do know is that every time I had went back and forth from Amarillo, like it'd be harder to leave. But every time I got back, it would only get better. Like here, life here, I would get confident. Um, I would feel wiser. I would feel um, just strengthened by the fact that I knew what I was getting into now and that's not to say that it didn't still get hard many things happened second semester that I really struggled with but overall it got better what all of that was to say of just experiencing time with my friends and having such a good time with them I um ended up going back for spring break and they ended up texting me and they were like hey let's get together we have small group this week come to our house and um i'm gonna have to tell you guys about kai alpha another time because i've had such a beautiful time there i love them it's been perfect and they've called me up they've called me higher they showed me about god's character more than i knew before and they were exactly what i needed when i needed it because god's funny that way right everything in his perfect timing and so um after meeting them and after gaining you know community community with them that i hadn't had before um in my walk with the lord i really think there's no other word to describe how it caused me to level up and it caused me to see that there's more life more life than what i had thought was going to happen before and um And I had such a wonderful time doing it. I've had a wonderful time. And they're all missionaries, which is so crazy. So they're going in the summer on huge mission trips to places like Brazil and all over Africa and um, Colorado. Just, I mean, so many different things. And um, I'm actually getting a little bit sad because I get the opportunity to go home and um, have a great time with my family during the summer as well. And they get to go and spread the Lord's word and evangelize and gain lost souls. And um, now we're all going to be scattered again. And it's it's easy to get in that position again where you're like, oh, I'm spiraling and I'm sad and my community is leaving. But I've also had the opportunity to say that my faith isn't in them my faith is in the Lord. And with the foundation that I've had, I'm so confident that he will carry me through this and he will take me to crazy places and he will do the same thing for you. And my point in making this video wasn't to give some long spill about how college is terrible and it's so hard and it's so scary and um, I'm so much better because I found the Lord and all the things it was to come on here and say that he saved my life and it's clear it's evident that his hand had been on my life 
for the entire year and even prior to it and to tell you guys that if you're experiencing rejection you're experiencing a breakup you're experiencing a car accident or whatever your obstacle in life may be to hug the obstacle press into the lord use it as an opportunity to trust him and grow your faithfulness and um experience his faithfulness first and foremost because you have no clue what he will do for you and how he will change your life and how he can make some of the most broken things beautiful and show you there is beauty in your brokenness and show you that you don't have to compete you don't have to strive you don't have to give up all the parts of yourself to love someone else he will meet you where you're at and so if i've learned anything this year it's been i'm so grateful that my relationship with the lord is where it is again not to say i did not struggle not to say i have not stumbled not to say i haven't been tempted not to say that any of those things shut out after that happened hello train but to say that i have a partner in it now a person who I can trust with everything I have. The only person I've ever been to faithfully trust in. Oh my gosh. Hopefully y'all, if y'all hear this train, uh, perks of filming here, but um, that he will be there for you. And he is the single person in my life that I've just been like, trustful, jump and know he will catch me he's loved me so kindly and i've gained such a relationship with him so if you are struggling with that idea um or you're going to college i want to tell you that make the first thing that you do to find community who is going to refine you who's going to call you higher who is um going to be there when the times get rough where you're not just having surface level conversations there there's essence in both there's essence in both and i'm telling you that right now there's an importance for all of them and to love the people around you but it is so important that when you get to college you make the decision early on whose team you are on and that can sound that can sound aggressive that can sound serious it should be it is such a serious decision that you go to college and you decide what team you are on and I decided that I wanted to be with the Lord and I wanted to walk with the Lord and I wanted him to be on my team for I point blank period because I cannot do it alone and um there's definitely gonna have to be you know part two to this where I talk about in specific some of the things that I actually learned from it but overall to come down here and tell you how faithful the Lord is and how he provided a way through my college experience and that if it's you the Lord wants to have a relationship with you. The Lord wants to know you. Um, you're going to be okay. It's not the end. You're going to meet your people. Keep seeing it through. In order to establish roots, you have to be there for a while. So even if you're down to your first year and you're questioning whether or not it's the place for you, stick it out. Give it a genuine effort. It's going to be okay. Um, not The world's not going to come crashing down, you know? The Lord's going to provide a way for you. He's going to cover you regardless of whether you want him or not. You know, um, he wants a relationship with you. He wants to pursue you. He wants you to let him in. But sometimes his hand is still on you all the time. His hand is still on you, regardless of whether you're willing to accept him or not. And um, yeah, it's so fun to know that desire. And so the point of changing the name and calling it Unplugged was my way of saying that I'm unplugged from societal norms, from this mentality that I need to act or be a certain way or be fulfilled in another person or um, that I don't have to trust the Lord, that I can live however I want to, um, fill in the blank with whatever Unplugged means to you, but also Unplugged for me was when I got to go out to the lake, open my Bible, turn off social media, and I just got to be with the Lord and unplug 
unplug from the world around you and being so busy all the time and having being so distracted and feeling like you're always having to compete and reach a certain level but you can be unplugged and I hope that's what this podcast feels like is an opportunity to sit with somebody and have them talk to you about what life is really like find unity and find um genuine common ground with other people in the world and know that you are not the only person who is struggling not the only person who is walking with the lord or deciding whether or not you're going to walk with the lord or um experiencing life and experiencing life after what feels like the end um it's only the beginning and that's why it is now called generations unplugged this is our sleepover this is our sleepover it's three in the morning maybe it's serious maybe it's funny maybe it's sweet you never know, but hopefully you guys keep tuning in and keep listening um, to find out what we're really going to do here. But um, I'm thankful to have just shared even a little bit of my college experience with you. And if you're going into college um, and you need advice, big sister advice, please reach out to me. Um, and also, if you just enjoyed listening, if you wouldn't mind just going on, leaving a five-star review and telling me what you think about the episode, um, I'm so grateful to be here and that helps out so much um, with getting the podcast out for ears to hear and eyes to see. And um, I'm grateful to be back and I can't wait to tell you guys a little bit more about things now. Um, and it wouldn't be a normal episode if I didn't tell you guys what I want to leave to the generations um, but what I want to leave to the generations this week is you're gonna be okay ah, you're gonna make it crazy thing crazy thing to hear but you are gonna make it and this is not the end um, in fact it's the beginning we're in the beginning of all the beautiful things that the Lord is gonna do with you um, and I'll be sending my prayers up and thank you guys for tuning in this week